Hello and welcome to HR Bites, a podcast and video series to bring you stories of HR professionals who bring a think globally and act locally digital HR agenda to their work. Everyday people who are driving digital transformations in their organizations, data-driven and future-fit digital HR leaders. Listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels, and you can also catch us on YouTube. Do follow us on social. We are on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now on Threads. This is your host, Jay Pulaki, and today's guest is the wonderful Anna Turner. Um, Anna, I'm delighted to have you on the show today. Could you please share a little bit of yourself with our audience? Great. Thanks for having me, Jay. I'm Anna Turner, Vice President of Product at Paycor. Paycor is an all-in-one HCM platform that is purpose-built for leaders, and we help transform company cultures by providing technology and expertise to frontline leaders to help them coach, optimize, and retain their talent. Um, I'm here today uh, to share with you just thoughts on, on HR tech overall. My background is two decades in building software, mainly for HR tech. What makes me different is that I started my career as an HR practitioner. So I have a really empathetic approach into how I build technology products for HR um, and have done that at a variety of different HR tech companies over the years. Wonderful. Well, I am excited to learn from you today and I'm sure our community is equally excited as me. So Anna, you and I have talked a lot about this in the past. Um, HR leaders have been front and center during the past couple of years with this massive shift to remote work due to the pandemic primarily. And, and now it seems like it's here to stay and AI automation and workforce wellness are definitely you know, front and center in the work that we're doing in the HR function today. How should we approach AI and building AI into the HR function in today's world of work, uh, based on your experience and um, the different you know sectors that you work with and the different se segments of uh, the industries that you work with. Yeah, I think it's been so interesting, Jay, to watch the just shifting employee expectations over the past couple years, and then, like you mentioned, the change in how we work. So we have whole new uh, ways of ways of working, hybrid, remote. We also have different types of workers coming into the mix. So not everything is full-time, part-time now. We also have gig workers. Um, and it makes it really hard for HR to do things at scale and in a distributed way. And so I think when we think about AI, we want to think about it in areas where it can help increase efficiency or productivity for the HR team, um, can help them work through analysis, uh, and then things that we need consistent or higher quality outcomes around. So those are kind of the big buckets where I think AI really shines uh, to help HR in this new world of work. And every single day, there's something in the news about AI and ChatGPT. So we really can't get away from this in our work. 
Um, but how do you think we as HR leaders should prepare our HR teams and our workforce for this increased use of AI? I mean, um, colleges and universities have really adopted uh, to using ChatGPT in their homework assignments. I mean, there's this uh, famous professor from Wharton who uh, actually, you know, proposes using AI uh, with the students initially and building the guardrails as we go so that, you know, we are not like caught off guard uh, in the future. So so what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's here to stay. It's coming. Um, so what I would guide HR leaders to think about is to lean in from a, a learning perspective, right? Start reading, um, there are some great resources out there from SHRM. There's a great guide from World Economic Forum on how to think about AI in context of HR specifically. There's lots of good content. So that's the first thing I would encourage people to lean because lean in to learn because it is here to stay. Um, I'd also encourage uh, HR practitioners to ask their vendors, what are they doing? How are they doing it? What is their AI policy? Um, I, I promise you, your technology vendors are thinking about this and maybe even piloting some things that you could take a look at. And then thirdly, um, I'd encourage people to try out things, but in a very safe way. So where are there opportunities for you to leverage AI um, to help you maybe generate content or um, kind of test the waters for yourself just in your own use case. A great example, um, earlier this year on Mother's Day, I was getting ready to write a letter to all the moms on my team celebrating them. And I thought, hey, I wonder, maybe I'll pop this in, um, chat GPT and see what comes back as a first draft and then work through it, right? Tweak it to be my own. Um, I think there's lots of ways that you can safely uh, try out and start getting more comfortable if you have not tested the waters yet with AI. Wonderful. And we've been, you know, dabbling in poetry here at HR Geckos <laughs> with, with the open AI function. It really is a good bard. I can tell you, I don't know how, how Google feels about that when they call themselves the bard. <laughs> so we'll have to see. Um, you know, all of this innovation in our space comes about um, by working together as a team and working across the different business functions as a team. What role has your social capital, your connections within the organization played in generating, incubating, and scaling innovation um, in, in your department and across your business? Yeah, uh, and mine might be a little bit different than some of, some of your other um, guests, right? Because we're building technology for HR. Um, so where I would start from a, a Paycor perspective, we are always listening to our customers. Um, for example, we released 1,400 new features over this last fiscal year. 962 were customer idea generated, right? So it started from something, a problem a customer told us about. Um, and in, in thinking about that, we always try to start with the problems we're trying to serve. And then we look at what is just now possible with technologies. There's a lot of things that are now starting to be possible with AI, as an example, and how we could solve those problems in interesting ways. 
Um, so that's kind of the first piece. And then the second part, thinking about social capital and connections, when we're building products, one of one of the best practices for us to do a great job for the HR teams we serve is to really leverage the unique skills of not only our product team, but our engineers who know what is just now possible with technology and our user experience designers. And so they're really responsible for helping us with discovery, helping us figure out as a usable and feasible solution um, and testing that with clients. That's the other piece I would say from a social capital standpoint. Um, we really think a lot about how do we pilot this, get feedback, how do we iterate along the way? Because um, sometimes what we think right out of the gate actually may be different when we get in the hands of customers. And I think that just goes back to the importance of having HR practitioners involved um, in the build process and technology to give feedback. Absolutely. Um, you know, I can resonate with some of the things that you're saying because I myself, you know, made that pivot even before AI was all this hype, right? Um, and it was fascinating for me to learn from what I gleaned through my HR career and and how I was applying it in the tech world too. Uh, it's it's really a fascinating um, pivot for all of us today. I mean, every HR leader or HR practitioner really needs to know how to use technology within our function and how do we pivot and and pivot with the changing and evolving tech that's coming out at us at lightning speed today. So, um, you know, and we've talked about this too before, we are definitely entering this new era where AI definitely has a lot of positive potential. And, you know, the recent uh, AI ethics uh, legislation that came out of New York City, which went into effect uh, this past month in July, uh, is one of the first ones to regulate AI in the United States. And, uh, you know, I, I read that even the Vatican is getting in on this AI craze and the Holy See has released a handbook on the ethics of artificial intelligence as defined by the Pope. So, you know, every aspect of our lives is being impacted by this tech and it's evolving so fast. So how should we in HR, you know, as a function, as leaders in our businesses, think and build the guardrails for this ethical use of AI in all our organizations today? I know it's a loaded question. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's um it's tough right and things have changed really really quickly um what i will say is is ai has been around right it's been around uh for years there are multiple things that you may already use that are ai they may not be generative ai but it might be things like natural language processing so for example at paycor we have sentiment analysis built into our surveys and our performance reviews there's lots of things you may already be doing leveraging ai um, this is just the next the next wave around it. Um, and so, you know, I think when we think about the the changing evolution of that, I think it's all about right, leaning in as an HR practitioner and learning and looking looking for best practices, right? So there's lots of good content out there already from thought leaders like World F World Economic Forum, SHRM. Leverage those. They've been built for that purpose. Um, the other thing I, I would tell HR practitioners is talk to your vendors, right? What's their AI strategy? How are they developing ethical AI? What are the guardrails they have in place? Um, you know, one thing to definitely keep an eye out for is making sure that any uh, data 
um, is not being shared with those public models. There's a lot of security and sensitivity that us as vendors are thinking about to protect our customers. And so I think it is worth a discussion as you start considering what things you want to take advantage of uh, in the world of AI. Absolutely. And so lastly, so what's your advice for HR professionals who are thinking to adopt or adapt new technology in their work? Um, what what are these, you know, there's this shiny object syndrome that we are all kind of, uh, you know, subject to these days. But, but what advice, if there was something that you wanted to share uh, with HR professionals today that you would share? I always uh, encourage people, go back to the problem you're trying to solve and the outcome you desire, right? Whether it's increased retention, um, increased engagement of your employees, um, and then focus in on the problem that you're trying to solve. You know, I, I think about it a little bit differently. There's lots of new things that exist and are kind of the shiny, shiny objects and are very exciting, as you mentioned. But what I have found in my 20 years in building HR technology, there's often a lot already sitting in the things that you have that you may not even know about or you may not have taken advantage of. So if you have account managers or success managers, for example, at the vendors you work with, share with them what you're trying to solve from a business standpoint. And they may have ideas of things you've already paid for or that you can already leverage in your existing process. Uh, to uh, help solve that problem. And you may want to bring in some of the new exciting things too um, with a pilot or something else. But um, I think about it a little bit differently because there are so many ways as HR practitioners that we can solve those big meaty problems for our organizations with process and with technology. Wonderful. Well, this brings us to our question connection round where our community and audience gets to know a little bit more about you and your work, Anna. So Anna, who is one person that you've gained in your network in this past year in the world of HR tech um, that you think more people should know about? Yeah, uh, one of the people that I've met this year through uh, SHRM's uh, Workplace Incubator, which HR Geckos was a part of and you were part of as well, I got the chance to work with Humanly IO, and they have some really cool emerging technology that has been coming out. Um, Preem Kumar is their CEO, and their company helps with high, vo high volume hiring, which I had a lot of experience in my past at People Scout, which is a high volume recruitment process outsourcer. And they're just doing really cool things at Humanly with helping screen and interview in an efficient and equitable way. And so I would encourage people to um, follow Preem uh, and the Humanly IO journey. That's been an exciting one. And um, if you haven't taken a look at what SHRM Workplace Incubator has been doing over this past two co cohorts, really cool way to see some of the new emerging technology that's coming out in HR. Wonderful. And we'll link uh, Preem's um you know, LinkedIn um, bio in the show notes so the audience can connect with him directly. Um, what's your favorite HR podcast or HR technology or HR related book that you'd recommend to our community? So I have two um, and they're more news newsletters and kind of updates. Um, I subscribe to a lot of the SHRM newsletters. I think their journalists do a fantastic job on 
emerging trends, things that are coming up, and then working with uh, people in the HR field um, to understand what, what they're doing and share kind of best practices. So I, I love Sherm's newsletters. I subscribe to those. They're free. I would encourage people to, to leverage those in the HR space. And then the other one I watch from an HR tech perspective. Um, so I read from Star Conspiracy, the workplace tech newsletter that comes out. And it's great just to share, right, who's getting funding, what's all of the latest and greatest things going on in the HR tech space. Wonderful. Um, any LinkedIn learning or e-learning series or courses that you would recommend in the HR tech space for the community? Yeah, since um, we've been talking about AI today a lot, um, there is a podcast on AI that I absolutely love called In Machines We Trust. It's from MIT. And in 2021, they did a fantastic AI series. Again, AI is not new right? Um, it has been around. They did a fantastic series around AI and hiring in particular, and, um, you know, all, all of the things to be thinking about. So in the spirit of learning and kind of understanding what's possible and what's out there, um, as well as, you know, guardrails or gotchas to think about, I would highly recommend that, that uh, podcast series. And we'll link that in the show notes as well. So Anna, given the upheaval of all things work, today, what's one workplace trend that you think is here to stay? Yeah, um, I think the change in employee expectations of what they expect from their employer and our HR teams having to deal with a new world of work, right? Different types of workers, so full-time, part-time, hybrid, gig. Um, we have remote we have different types of work and different types of workers, and it's gotten hard uh, as an HR leader to really roll things out at scale across their organization in this distributed environment or to offer the right level of service or experience in a distributed environment. Um, we've spent a lot of time with our customers talking about this over the last year. Um, one of the things that we've learned is the person who really has the biggest impact on culture and employee experience in this new world of work is the manager, the frontline leader. And so um, at Paycor, we've been helping our clients build technology that really focuses on empowering that manager, that frontline leader to build a winning team and a winning culture. Um, and so I think that is one of the secrets to success um, for HR practitioners in this new world is how do you enable, empower, and leverage your managers to drive and execute the strategy you've set for your organization? Great. That's really good to know as well. So how do you enjoy giving back to the community? I know you do a lot of pro bono uh, advising and work in the HR tech space, but how do you specifically enjoy giving back to the HR community? Yeah, um, definitely, Jay, advising. Uh, I love doing with uh, CEOs and founders for HR tech startups. Um, I have really enjoyed over this last year my work with Sherm Labs and their workplace tech incubator and accelerator that has been a ton of fun to get to know other advisors, but also get to know founders and CEOs and what what people are doing to solve interesting problems with this, with what is just now possible in technology. Um, and 
pre-pandemic, I did a lot with my local SHRM chapter. It's been a couple years. I just got back out there last month and went to a local happy hour we did for SHRM in Charleston, South Carolina, where I live. And it was fantastic reconnecting and meeting people and just sharing problems and best practices. And so I'm excited next week, I'm going to go to our lunch, our monthly lunch, and um, just have really enjoyed getting back out there and connecting with my HR community in a new and different way. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your insights with our community. Uh, I am very grateful for your time. And if our community would like to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yep. Uh, Connect with me on LinkedIn, Anna Burkhart Turner, and we'll link it in the show notes as well. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much, Anna. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I am so looking forward to continuing to learn from you. And I'm sure our community is looking forward to that too. Thank you again for being here. Thanks, Jay.